It's Most Things Kenobi, an elegant podcast for a more civilized fandom. Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Most Things Kenobi, a podcast about Obi-Wan Kenobi and all things Star Wars. I'm your host, Leanne. And your co-host, Clarence. Right, if you can right hear him, there. he's he's right next to the mic. <laughs> and I'm your host, Laura. <laughs> and this week, man, oh man, this is part two of the three-part arc we're doing that focuses on Ventress. And this episode is the second in the arc titled Monster. And right from the jump, I forgot that this episode exemplifies why this is not a kid's show. <laughs> I, I have yeah. not seen this episode in a long time. Me either. And I, I remember why now after watching it. It's really bad. <laughs> it is. It's gruesome. And like, who is the monster at the end? Well, that's why when I said the title of this episode... Who is the monster? I think they imply it's Savage Oppress, but after everything that goes on, he is the least monstrous thing. I know. I feel like everyone is a monster in some way in this, and he is the most innocent of all of it, even though he does horrible stuff. He's the product of all these monsters coming together. And yeah. I, I just, <laughs> first of all, I, like I said, I hadn't seen this episode in a long time. So when they first introduce Savage, he's with the other, uh, what are they called? Dathomirians? No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And with the, with the spikes in their heads. And I was like, I thought I could have sworn Savage was more buff than this. Right. And then I, I completely forgot that they transform him and turn him into a ripped bodybuilder. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that part. Are they, aren't they, are they Zabrax? I don't remember. Is that what it is? I don't know, because Maul is Zabrak, but then they're living on Deathmere and they're Night Brothers, so I don't know what the hell they are. I, I yeah, that's <laughs> the spiky headed, yeah, a version of the spiky heads. But you're right, they like magic him into Arnold Schwarzenegger and then that's his special gift for the that's rest it? of his life. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I forgot like how normal like thin and and his face wasn't as broad when they first meet him and the other ones come out yeah and they even make his horns grow longer yeah yeah which i mean one gets broken off anyway eventually so what good did that do just to make him more uh, (laughs) i don't know sinister looking I, i don't yeah i feel bad for so many of those oh it's just a terrible episode it's a good episode but it's terrifying what it, I remember, what it like, it's standing out to me a lot the first time I, I saw it because there was, like, the night sky and a comet went by and it was oh, yeah. particularly beautiful and odd and it was done in the dark, which is obviously very difficult to do in animation. But it's so hard to watch. It's a, It's essentially Star Wars Hunger Games. Yes. And it's really yeah. awful. And the way... The whole time, and this is something I really had forgotten, the way the Night Sisters talk about these males is so disrespectful and gross. 
Yeah, right? In the way that women often talk about misogyny, it's the yes. reverse. And it's yeah. not it's not like taking power back. It's icky. It's really icky to watch it, and I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, and, and nobody wants to be referred to or talked to in this way. I don't care if it's men doing it to women, women doing it to men. Yeah. You know, male identifying individuals doing it to, you know, it's just like, right. Right. it's not okay, period. And it's icky, just like you said, watching it as an animation. Yeah. It makes me really dislike the Night Sisters, despite they're, they're so powerful and it, it, they're supposed to be this quote-unquote strong female character, you know, that we, we used to hear all the time, especially referring to, like, Buffy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, that takes me back. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, fine. But then to have give female characters agency and power and have them be so brutal and disrespectful and sexist it's really disappointing to rewatch it <laughs> yeah i agree with you i can digest this a little easier if i view the night sisters all that goes on as like a cult version, a, a more specific, smaller cult version of the Empire itself, of what the Empire end up, ends up becoming. Mm, interesting. Like, you can have small factions of individuals using their power, abusing their power, and just becoming, just acting in ways that are, are unnecessary in order mm -hmm. to wield that power. And I think that we see a real display of abuse of power in this, because... Do they have to? I mean, that's what makes them this version of a witch, which we talked about last week, is not our version of a witch. We, like, mm -hmm. you know, we're, we're a little turned off by the evil witch persona. But right. in this case, they're using all of this power for all of this personal gain. And it's deceitful, it's duplicitous, and it's ju it just reminds me of, the, of what the Empire eventually becomes when it rises. Mm hmm. Just so I mean, it doesn't matter if it's all women or all men or it's Palpatine and his and his little minions. It's all the same. It is. I I wrote this down, too, because Mother Talzin says when they decide to send Ventress off to the Knight Brothers and they're going to select a, a mate. Talzin yeah. says, yeah. quote, <laughs> we will use our magics to manipulate his meaning Dooku's assassin. And they are that to me. They're no different than Sidious. Yeah. Yeah, Talzin is just another version of what they all symbolize. Yeah. Which is disappointing because we want those strong, empowered women characters, but we get them with Leia and we get them with Rey and we get them with Ahsoka and Hera, yeah. et cetera. And, you know, but we could have had a witch. <laughs> but we didn't. <laughs> Not in this version. <laughs> Something that I learned researching for the last episode that we kind of like teased at the end of last mm -hmm. episode was yes. that Talzin is the biological mother of Darth Maul and Savage Opress. And Sidious came to Dathomir before mm -hmm. the Clone Wars, before Phantom Menace. And he came to Dathomir to learn from Mother Talzin and she was going to learn from him and they would exchange their mm -hmm. learnings of how she used the dark side. And he said he was going to make her his apprentice. And instead, yeah. she stole his son, Maul. So Maul was just kidnapped, basically, by Sidious. And Talzin held a grudge for the rest of time, basically, against yeah. 
Sidious and the dark side users and anyone who associated with Sidious. So by default, then Dooku eventually. A mother scorned. <laughs> yes. However. To the nth degree. <laughs> Savage is her son. Yeah. And she has no problem disassociating from him, talking yeah. about him like he's a piece of meat and sending him off to be manipulated, used. So this, it's like cherry picking when she has motherly feelings or I think it's really nothing to do with her children and has mm -hmm. to do more with she was slighted. She was disrespected. For sure. But, she, and she views her, her children as possessions not yeah. entities with free will. Ugh. It's, grimy. it's all, it's interesting, but gross. <laughs> and this is a, not a kid show. <laughs> yeah, Cause exactly. holy shit. Yeah. Oh, I can understand from like, oh God, even Ventress is over the top. I can understand from maybe Ventress's point of view. Cause she's got the most recent grudge, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh my. She beats their asses. Without, I mean, which I love to see. <laughs> just kick them, just go, Ventress, go. But at the same time, oh my God, stop. I, it's a bit drastic. It's almost like they're expendable like clones. Yeah. Uh, but but yeah. the Jedi definitely treat clones with more respect than, than this group treats this entity of men. I mm -hmm. think even though they have so many clones that they're just expendable and they have to leave them where they lie, you know, mm -hmm. which I always had a problem with, but like fallen soldiers, right? You gotta, you gotta right. keep going. But these, these were just discarded in the uh, Hunger Game. <laughs> I just love how Star Wars in Clone Wars, they just have fields of these sort of obstacle courses that they just use. <laughs> where do they it's get so them? Convenient. Like, like they had him for the, I don't know what the, what's the Kenobi? Oh my, my brain's shot. For the. The box? The, for the, yeah. When he turns into, what's his name and pisses Anakin off. Oh, Reiko Hardin. Yeah. Yeah. They had and a he, game the, show. The box. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A box show. for, they had the squid games. They just pop up whenever <laughs> necessary in Star Wars. Like what the fuck? It's true, and actually, this arena kind of reminded me of the Mortis arena, but in reverse, oh, like reverse color totally. scheme. Totally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which I would see that. Makes, yeah. makes sense if, like, all Mother Talzin left Mortis and brought all her weird shit <laughs> to Dathomir and set up shop. She did the old one finger to the forehead, knocked him right out. Which the father does. Yes. And I noticed it more this time, because you and I talked about how, like, if that's her sleeping pill, I want in. Remember from last episode? <laughs> Seriously. Just put I me still, down. <laughs> please sign me up for this. But I just realized how much her finger, I know it's the animation style, but like with the nail and everything was so like the father. Mm, yeah, it is. I think there's something there to that theory. I really do. And if not, they're really, it's a red herring because it's yeah. so, there's so much there that could be that it almost feels like they're doing it on purpose if you're paying attention. There was a lot to this that was like an evil version of Mortis. <laughs> I I, know. I just forgot how much violence there was in it. <laughs> Me too. And I had totally forgotten that the people who are, the brothers who are unsuccessful were killed. <laughs> mm -hmm. It yeah. wasn't just like sliced and diced. 
yeah, like, holy fucking shit, guys. Like, no respect for life whatsoever. And it's even more heartbreaking that Savage sacrifices himself for his brother. Mm-hmm, and that, mm-hmm. that adds a whole layer. And, okay, so as as I was re-watching, I was like, he's controllable because he has an attachment to his brother, right? Mm-hmm. So, And then he converts to, like, sacrifices himself to Ventress to protect his brother. Out of hatred, not out of loyalty. So that's a weak bond to begin with. It is. Yeah, totally. And then they have him kill his own brother at the end, thus removing the only piece of control they had over him. I know they were trying to prove that there was, like, nothing left inside him anymore. So terrible. It is terrible. But then as, like, the the show evolves and Savage's plot evolves... He doesn't give a shit about Ventress. He very rarely will actually do what she tells him. Yeah, he ends up bonding with Maul more. Yeah. Because Maul, whether it's genuine or not, respects him and treats him like a a brother. Maybe like a kid brother where (laughs) Maul still knows he's like the most powerful one and don't get it twisted. Right. And then we know what ends up happening to Savage and it's so sad. Yeah, his whole arc is absolutely heartbreaking. He's just another pawn in this big giant game where nobody really wins other yeah. than like the main puppeteers at the top. Yeah. It's disgusting. It, <laughs> God, it, Star Wars it, is it pain. Is. <laughs> it makes me wonder, like I very genuinely wonder if when it was written, they thought it was cool or if they were aware how gross their themes were. I think it was done to show just how different they are comparatively to what the Jedi are trying to do. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's the only way I can like reason the excessiveness in this episode. I keep, I, I found myself constantly trying to be like, well, it's just another culture, Lauren. You, you just don't live in that culture. You don't understand that culture. Like, Who's maybe that's how they do it on Dathomir. Like, all oh, the way the witches oh. are treating the brothers. And I just kept thinking, like, uh, try, how do you be that archaeologist or whatever, the anthropologist was just, like, observing without judgment? It was very difficult because it's so ruthless. I wonder if they had to. Because of how crazy Maul was. So maybe they were trying to set the stage for more of his type. And so they had to make him like, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of reaching here, but yeah, there had to have been a reason. Cause I don't feel like that team did anything without some reason. Right. Right. It was never just a throwaway. Yeah. yeah. So I, I got to believe it was symbolic somewhere. Hard to, hard to see it when you're watching their arms and limbs and entire bodies just get sliced. <laughs> And tossed away yeah. like they're nothing. Like, oof. Yeah. Well, like the very first thing Ventress does when she gets there is choke out some guy and then tell someone else they're too skinny and someone else they're too weak. Yeah. <laughs> terrible messaging. <laughs> it's just so sad. I mean, if you think about the modeling industry, that's what men do to women all the time. And other women. I shouldn't yes. Yes. say exclusive. The women can be just as venomous as the men in the fashion industry. So to me, that was <laughs> that was the violent version of, of the that that Project show. Runway. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I could. It was like runway something. Just, I'm sorry. Your pleats really are too funny. obvious. You have to go. 
<laughs> with <laughs> an X. Like, <laughs> you're weak. We have to kill you. <laughs> it's just terrible. Anyway, God. It's so true. <sighs> I did kind of think it was cool, which, of course, I knew this, but, like, I don't know. It, it hit differently now after seeing the Ahsoka show that Mother Talzin provides Savage with uh, an enchanted blade, which, mm-hmm. again... There's an enchanted blade in Mortis. In the Mortis, yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So she either had a crush on the dad, the father, <laughs> and Ew. said, you know what? I'm I'm gonna style all my business just like his. <laughs> or she was a part of that and she said, I'm out, mm-hmm. but I'm gonna take a few things with me when I go. <laughs> there's there, there's gotta be something there. It just seems terribly obvious but i guess you could argue it's just a force thing but could be yeah sure yeah 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 i don't know i mean ray ends up having a blade in the sequel trilogy a small remember that thing that she had and it had the writings on it and you lined it up i always thought that should have been the mortis blade oh yeah that would have been a great great connection oh my god now i'm pissed (laughs) <laughs> that would have been so good oh my god right? even i remember just the trailers i was like oh my god that could be the mortis blade and then of course it wasn't so missed opportunity number 672 <laughs> right. Shit. disney come on you have our number let's let's talk <sighs> let's talk for real we will god. fill your plot holes and make your stories a little bit better that's all. Uh, that's just all. teeny little things like that. Tiny that's all things. It would take. That's all. <laughs> you put it in anyway. Make it have more meaning. Yeah, exactly. Well, anyway. Damn. <laughs> yeah. They take... Oh, well, I guess they don't take Maul. Well, yes, they do. They take Maul to see Dooku. And yes. then Dooku tests Wait, Maul? him. No. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, Savage. No, sorry. Well, what's crazy is that if you say Assage and Savage too close together, (laughs) that too, and then Maul and Savage are two peas in a pod. So yeah, Yeah, there's a lot of confusing shit in this in this (laughs) corner of the galaxy. (laughs) Yeah, my brain is just mushing it all together and into one person. (laughs) Any anyway, what I meant was Savage. They take Savage to Dooku and he tests him. And that's where we see Devron, which we talked about in yes. the yes, episode. Yes. Well, what was it? A couple episodes ago, the book, when we were doing another story review from a certain point mm-hmm. of view, they talk about yes, Devron, the Jedi Temple, and the Jedi Master. Devron was, that was Ooh. the chef, the head chef of Bespin. Yes. Was Devaronian. Yes. Yeah. And she made reference to a Jedi temple and a holiday or something like that. And mm-hmm. then also how the temple got destroyed. And we see the Savage shows up and just kills the Jedi Master and the Padawan in like 10 seconds. It's nothing. Oh, it's he flings the little Padawan. Yeah, they didn't even show it. And just like crumples. Yeah. It's too off because not a kid show. <laughs> Holy cow. That is crazy. We don't really see Ventress kill no. any Jedi, do we? Kill Jedi? I know we see her kill clones, and she's always going after Anakin. Yeah, well, so am I. <laughs> <laughs> Not in the same way, but you know what I mean. <laughs> 
Yeah, I don't think she's killed a Jedi. That's interesting, though, if you think about it. Maybe there's a reason there. She's rocking the hood, though. She is, and a mask, which now just makes me think of COVID, but I know that that's not what it was intended yeah. for. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know. She, she, I think she's better without the hood. I do, too. I, I, her nose has a wrinkle in it to me that is just reminiscent <laughs> of my dogs, which I don't mean to, like, compare to a dog, but it just, it, it like, gave me a sentimental feeling, which I know was not the right <laughs> feeling. That was my own projecting onto the character oh, sure. but, but yeah i don't know i like ventress without it she's so like striking but i guess she like is. what was the point of it because it's not like she was hiding her identity no i'm not sure i don't know masks and hoods are for to build mystery i don't know yeah it's to be Intrigue. badass i guess <laughs> i guess so it's the hood that never moves though <laughs> and i would like one in a windstorm yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> There was something I was curious about, which I, I don't have an exact answer for this, but last week we talked about the caryatids, the, the statues oh, yes. that we were like holding up. I noticed also above that is a giant like head with the mouth open. Yeah. Which is, I, I want to learn more. I haven't really had time to research it in too much depth. Like what does that symbolize when a statue's mouth is like hanging open like that? And I, Mm-hmm. What I saw really quickly is that it's like a portal. Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Which kind of makes sense because then they show Dooku enter the Night Sisters' temple from above through that statue's mouth. Like it looks like they're walking into the mouth. Mm-hmm. So I think that's that's kind of interesting. Again, I didn't research it in too much depth. So if anyone out there knows what that is a reference to, if it's based on anything specific, I'd be really interested to hear. I tried to research it really quick. I'm sure that this has got to be like a reference to, to something that I just didn't have time to research enough. But yeah, if anyone knows, I would really be interested to learn more yeah, about that. I would love to know. Do you know anything about why why these Dathomirians are yellow Mm-mm. versus why like Maul, Maul is red? Was red? I don't know. And people have said that like Maul's color, like the black is actually tattooing. I don't know. Oh. I'm, I'm not really sure. It says here gold because... Savage is gold in my in my opinion he's a Mm -hmm. hue of gold not bright yellow and Mm -hmm. according to this it says gold is associated with male energy and the power of the sun s-u-n but could be s-o-n compared with silver which is related to female energy in the moon gold adds richness and warmth to everything it comes in contact with (laughs) yeah totally him (laughs) Um, it's optimistic and positive it's the color of wealth and high status success achievement and triumph so maybe it was a sick twist on it yeah yeah almost ironic that it's corruption yeah yeah Mm -hmm. yikes (laughs) that was interesting how they basically turn him into an animal at the end oh yeah that's the only way he has like a snarling, like animal yep. sounds even coming out of him. Yeah. Which is very Keep in mind, folks, that Obi-Wan fought off him and Maul with just himself and two lightsabers. How badass True. is that? <laughs> that is hot. It's really hot. It's really hot. I mean, <laughs> he actually, a- he cuts off 
Savage's arm in that duel. And yeah. there is this shot that is, I'll never forget it. I didn't see it the first time I watched it, but there's a moment. He swoops under, cuts off Savage's arm, and like they show his feet land, and Savage's arm lands between his feet. <laughs> So dramatic and gross. <laughs> Very awful. <laughs> it's really icky. <sighs> He's always dismembering the mall family. People, yeah. Well, <laughs> I was including Anakin in that, so oops. <laughs> oh, oopsie. He does it's go true. for the limbs. He does. He cuts off a lot of limbs. Well, he tries to stop them from coming on without killing them. Yeah. That's his style. Just dismembering them. Yeah, dismember. Oh, God. <laughs> but it stands to prove when you see a scene like Savage going to that Jedi temple and knocking out one Jedi and his or her Padawan just like that, plus a bunch of guards and, and droids and all this stuff. One, And then yeah. Kenobi does just handles him and Maul at the same time. Oh, God. Ooh. <laughs> powerful, powerful dude. He doesn't get enough credit. It's hot. Yeah. <laughs> Why it's my favorite scene ever. We love we love him here. If you don't know, <laughs> just in case, <laughs> just just a twinge. I don't think I have anything else. I just wrote that the story is fucking awful. <laughs> That's all. Yeah, it's it's a pretty violent tale. No good comes from it on either front. Savage's story is just as sad as Assage Ventress. <laughs> Savage Oppress, Assage Ventress. Um, <laughs> their stories are just sad. Maybe that's the, maybe that is the overarching theme here. People doing wrong to other people having do- wrong done to them. Yeah, they say that pain has like a ripple effect. Oh, it doesn't, it does for sure in this. So if you're a wounded person, you'll just perpetuate that on other people until you learn some sort of compassion, which she does sort of eventually, but even... After, because she has her transformation while Savage and Maul are running all over the galaxy still. So that's when she, remember, she gets the bounty to go and kill Mm -hmm. Savage. Mm -hmm. She still wants him dead, even after everything. And it's like, she's the one who ruined his life and turned him into this monster. You started this, Ventress. (laughs) (laughs) Well, then maybe she should have been the one to end it. Oh, well. She was not, though. It was Sidious, wasn't it? Sidious is the one who killed Oh, yeah. Savage. Well, we, I don't even think we... Do we see it? Yes, we do see it. We do, because he dies and then kind of, like, shrinks a little bit, like, back into his normal yeah. Yeah. self. And he says to Maul that... Yeah, Maul's there. That's what I remember. Yeah. He says something Sad. like, oh, it's so heartbreaking. I can't remember, but... Brother, I am an unworthy apprentice. I'm not like you. I never was. <sighs> That is so sad. Oh, my God. I hate it. It makes my skin hurt. (laughs) Just all of this is so brutal and and heartless. And we, I think we sometimes forget that about Ventress because we're always like, oh, Ventress is such a badass and she has this great evolution. And it's like there's this really gross part in the middle where I don't like this. This doesn't sit well with me, honestly. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, it says here he's a Dathomirian Zabrik knight brother. So he's all three. Okay. To go back to what we were saying earlier. Is he Dathomirian? Is he Zabrik? What, he's he's all in that and then some. <laughs> it's the full package deal. I feel bad for him. I do. I do too. He deserved better. Just like so many people in Star Wars. 
Yeah, really. And their path chosen, unchosen. I don't know. It's just, I don't think when these characters go into it, they can foresee the end that awaits them because it's so beyond what they're led to believe in the beginning that mm-hmm. they'd never ever. I mean, from people like Talzin and Maul and then the father in Mortis. And then, you know, cause I'm pretty sure the son never thought the father would, you know, all this business. And then of course, yeah. Sidious, uh, nobody, nobody really knows how awful it is at the end That's of whatever true. they have set up for them. What's what we've said before sometimes, like if you knew the end, you'd never start. <laughs> yeah, it's true. So next week we will wrap up this three episode arc discussion with the final episode of this arc titled The Witches of the Mist. And it's going to have it all just like these <laughs> other two have. <laughs> so- I hope it's less depressing. <laughs> Less depressing, yeah. Except, you know, Star Wars is pain, so come prepared. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So last week, we obviously were talking about part one of this arc, the episode called Night Sisters, and we spent Mm -hmm. a few minutes chatting about Dooku's pajamas, which was hilarious. (laughs) And then our friend Ben sent us... (laughs) It's it's so funny. Is it? It What was the game? I can't remember now. It was Battlefront. Battlefront. Yeah. yeah. It was one of the skins that you could change. One of change. the skins is Dooku's exquisite pajamas. That's actually what they're called. <laughs> yes, they were exquisite. And I'm glad that they're in Battlefront. And Ben, thanks for sharing that skin with us. Because it, was, it literally made my day. It was so It was good. magnificent. Yes. Exquisite. <laughs> exquisite. And thank you so much, everyone, for joining us here on the Most Things Kenobi podcast. We appreciate every single one of our patrons, and we've gotten some new ones. And thank you. Thank you for your support. If you would like to support the podcast and become a patron as well, head over to the Most Things Kenobi Patreon. As always, you can follow us on Tumblr, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. And don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast player. If you enjoy our podcast, feel free to rate us on Spotify and Apple. And if you need just one place to find all of these, head over to mostthingskenobi.com. So until next time, my space twin, may the force be with you. Always. Always.